I am hard to kill. And one of the things I actually wrote, which was very, very deep, was the one chat, you're not ready for me. Camera steady for me, ready for the The one slap, you're not ready for me. Girl sweaty when confetti machine. Ready for me? Camera steady for me, ready for see. No one chat, you're not ready for me. Go sweaty when confetti for see. You're not a rapper. So, uh, um, welcome to Just Press Record once again. It has once again. been a while. It's well, been a while, yeah. We've been up to some activities. Well, I say activities, <laughs> I mean, let's say we've been going places. Because that's exactly Destinations. So, without further ado, let's go straight into it. Just to give you a bit of background, we came from Heathrow we went to Stockholm then we went to the Netherlands Amsterdam specifically and then we went to London City however it got a bit interesting because let's just say um, did you get to airport at um, 11 in the morning or did you leave at 11 to go to Heathrow no no we had to get I, I left my home at like 9 because I was picking up Brandon I think we had I think the flight was meant to have boarded at 11.30 no, it's meant to board at one, one forty. I remember that specifically because I left around eleven ish and got there around oh, half an hour before it's meant to take off. But wow. it, it got delayed by half an hour, so <laughs> so it wasn't going anywhere. If it didn't get delayed, I would have arrived right on time to board. But because of the delay, I had to wait half an hour. So I was like, I don't even know what the I don't even know what the fucking delay was for. They didn't say, but it wasn't that deep. We got on the plane, we got on, we waited, and then we took off. Happy days. Let yeah, this course, um. Let this be a reminder to any listeners that you should fly with BA. Fuck EasyJet. Fuck Ryanair. Stop being a peasant. Okay, stop being a brokey. No, 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 no. We can do better than that. Just be a reminder to any listeners that you should fly with BA. Fuck EasyJet. Fuck Ryanair. Fuck Wizair. Fuck Mewling. Fuck Cybe. Fuck Jet2. Stop being a peasant. Okay, stop being a brokey. You're broke! You're fucking poor! We do our job. You think you mob, nigga? We the motherfucking mob. Ain't nothing but killers in the real niggas. All you motherfuckers fillers. How shit's go triple in four quadruple. When you look at places like EasyJet and Ryanair, where everyone and their grandma's got like fucking 800 bags to carry on, screaming children, fucking terrible, just terrible booking in service. Get free water, crisps, and fucking other shit. And I'm like, if you did that on EasyJet, they'll look you up and down and just pull out a cash card and say, that'll be 50 pounds, please. You converted them. Convert to BA. Converted... Yeah, because now you know how it's like to fly with actually good airlines and not this low-budget trash. You say that to me, but I've I've flown BA before. I've flown BA to Croatia, and I think I when we flew BA to Croatia, I said this is this is the correct this is the bare minimum for any travel. Yeah, so, this is, it's what I'm used to. Exactly, I can I can respect that as a man who travels a lot. Like BA is just something different. It's just I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's the same for other like good quality airlines, but when you look at places like EasyJet and Ryanair, where everyone and their grandma's got like fucking 800 bags to carry on, screaming children, fucking terrible, just terrible booking in service. Me and Brandon turned up to Heathrow, and it was literally 
Right, we've checked in. There's the security. Security done. Get in, get your stuff checked, walk through the x-ray scanner. That's it. You're in the lobby. Go get down the stairs. That's it. And then get on the plane. And it's just orderly, it's orderly single file. Go by your name, sit by your seat, put your bag in or under your seat. Done. That's it. Now take off and fly. And of course, they give you drinks as well. So you offer you a fizzy yeah, drink. Yeah, bro, water. you get free water, crisps, and fucking other shit. And I'm like, if you do that on EasyJet, <laughs> they'll look you up and down and just pull out a, a cash card and say, that'll be £50, please. Yeah, a little card read off. Because um, I think, I think, was it the flight from Stockholm to Amsterdam? They gave us a little sandwich or something. I can't they gave what... us a fucking sandwich. Yeah, they gave us like a, a cup of whatever water, Coke, Fanta, literally any kind of canned drink you want. And like, yeah, there was sandwich. no payment. I'm like, what the fuck? I was, I was literally expecting to be propositioned and with a card reader to be whipped out, and they went, no. Yeah, like, that one's quite surprising because, um, I think on Stockholm, like, we were in a little, um, just a changing area, a changing airport where it's just EU flights only. And we <laughs> in the airport. I saw they were selling snooze, like, in just a duty free, and I was just fucking laughing. When I saw the snooze, it's like a big section on its own, just. Snows in bold, and it's a whole section. Like, bro, they fucking love that shit, Albert. When um, when I was chilling with Brandon and and Sana, uh, the the Swedish yeah. friend, um, like they gave me some snooze. Hey! Hey! So you want to be doing this? No, 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 no. Going to Africa. Fast tickets. No, no, no. Fast tickets. You're going to it's it's strong shit, bro. Like I'm obviously I don't smoke. You're banging snooze in Stockholm. <laughs> Bro, honestly, I put one under my lip and within like five minutes. Oh, I had to sit down. <laughs> I had to sit down because the nicotine rush is crazy. It burns like fuck as well. I was surprised because when I was off, it was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 it, it, no, it's, no, no. It's a not. powerful, powerful tool, but... um. Yeah, man. Like I, you know, traveling this uh, this May was really, really fun. Sweden was incredible. I have mixed feelings on Amsterdam. Also, before we continue, um, the flight from yeah. Amsterdam to London that felt like oh. fucking cheating. It felt Bro. like we cheated the system. Thirty minutes. It was a thirty-minute flight. The flight was two seats on a row, and the seats were like proper luxury seats, like business like, class seats. Literally, yeah. they're business class seats. And it was half empty as well. And I got the whole road to myself. Yeah, you got a whole road to yourself. The seats were extra wide, extra leg room. You got a normal amenity with obviously the the drink and whatever they offered you as well. And not to mention London City, it's close. It's close as fuck. So it didn't feel like I travelled. Like that's crazy going through it. Yeah, it was like I was going through. It's like going through a private terminal almost. Like private. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I would describe it. I think it must be the short, the half an hour BA flights. It makes no sense for them to do anything other than economy. But at the same time, these small planes, I think they only really do businessman flights. So this must have just been a BA plane that primarily does business. Because you remember how many people got on that plane with us and they were all in suits. Yeah, I think that yeah. they call that a city flyer. When it, when it goes That's exactly the what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can fly from there, you can pick flights, but they're maybe twenty pounds more. So you could almost yeah. say it's like economy plus or economy premium. So I presume, yeah, I presume BA just doesn't pick up a profit anything higher than economy on like under one hour flights. It just doesn't make any sense for them. But yeah, honestly, that flight was shorter than my journey from my house to Heathrow. Yeah. That's how short it was. Right. 
it's actually insane how fast. I mean, obviously, I know planes go fucking fast, but it was so weird to... Because I didn't believe you. I remember I didn't believe you that it was half an hour. I thought it was just half an hour uh, plus, like, however much extra time. That was half an hour. <laughs> yeah, um, but just bear in mind, every time you see, like, a flight booking, it will say five hours or maybe one hour, but you have to take off 20 minutes or 10 minutes for the plane to do whatever fucking shit it's doing. So when it was... I realise it only accounts for in-air time. Yeah, it accounts for extra stuff as well. And the flight, I think it was a bit faster. I think it was around 25 minutes. Because I had turned on my switch. I was playing maybe a match or two and suddenly we're already on our descent. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) We landed earlier than we were supposed to. But I'll tell you, it it really put me into perspective how fucking close like we are to the that part of Europe it's crazy yeah it was damn near instantaneous honestly and how long was the flight to Sweden like two hours it was yeah just just under two hours it was like one hour 45 it was crazy it's surprising how close like western and northern Europe are to England it's really strange I didn't expect it to be so close yeah it was really close but yeah that's like the flight experience was really good obviously yeah, you got the experience Fine with BA and these other, I think it was KLM. I went from Stockholm. KLM is a great airline. <laughs> yeah, another good one as well. So that was another Royal Dutch Airlines. It's crazy. It must just be us, because you know what? I've clocked. I feel like budget airlines are an English thing. Hmm. I mean, well, they're not because there's airlines. Um. See, I don't fly them, so I don't even remember the name. But there's, I think it's a maybe pink it's one. Maybe it's just because. Maybe it's just because the two budget airlines that we're known for are comically bad. bad. Maybe that's why. Yeah, but there's a there's a pink airline. I, I, I can't remember. The, the... Oh, I know I know what you're thinking. Is it Wiz? Yeah, it's Wiz, Wiz Air? Air. Yeah, that's the European yeah, one, I Wiz believe. Air. But that one, like, I think that's that's like the European version of like Ryanair and EasyJet. I think I think that Wiz Air is what a lot of Europeans use to go to other European countries that aren't England. Oh, and Norwegian, but Norwegian isn't that bad. Bro, yeah, Brandon, so when Brandon, years ago, when Brandon first went to Sweden, and I think he used Norwegian when he went to Denmark, um, he said how insanely good, uh, like, the, I think he said you got free Wi-Fi on board. Uh, at and, that time you did, yeah, not anymore. And and uh, sadly, because they had to stop doing it because it wasn't very profitable, but Norwegian used to do direct flights to JFK Airport. They mentioned it on the last like podcast. It was really two hundred and fifty pounds all together, not each way, all together. Yeah. But then they were like, "Hmm, we we are not making much money. We better stop." And they discontinued it like just before COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's what happened. But um, anyway, moving on. So our trip to yes. Sweden. Oh. Now, um, I think we landed, and of course, we got through to passport checks, and there was a woman doing some business that relations or something. Checked. <laughs> that fucking woman. She. <laughs> what was she doing? Was she chatting about like she was wanting to interview like a Nigerian <laughs> fucking refugee or something? I don't. I heard that Nigerian something, and I don't know what she was doing. Some illegal business business function was going on in that phone call. That's all I know. That's that's all I got like, from that conversation. I think I genuinely think she was from the Guardian because she kept talking about the Guardian. And she was like, "Ah, oh, uh, we'll pay for your meal. We'll set you up with a reporter. We'll pay for your meal. We'll have a chat about whatever." And I'm like. What kind of 419 bullshit is she doing? Because <laughs> she said Nigeria, and I just looked immediately at you, and you, you already were looking at me, and I just went, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a oh, fun God. start to the little trip. And of course, that passport area was retarded, but we got through it. Yeah, it was quite retarded, but yeah, once we got through, we obviously made our way to 
the central station. We parted ways because Brandon went to his uh, former oh, Yugoslavia. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we went to our luxury palace. <laughs> Premium palace for businessmen versus Bosnia 1994 edition. <laughs> oh my god. This is one of the topics, but I knew we were both going to talk about it. Oh my fucking god. We'll get on to it because we want to build up the anticipation for the dedicated one Saudi Arabian viewer. Yeah, or so, listener, whatever. So let's go side by side. So obviously, we. Train was really straightforward. It was. Uh, I think it was um, twenty-five minute journey, only twenty minutes. And it was smooth. It was just straightforward, one stop. They don't. It just doesn't stop anywhere else. It literally just goes from the airport to Stockholm Central. Yeah, and I had all tickets with me, so it was just pretty calm once one came around. Yep. Um, and then obviously we got to the central station. We parted ways. Me and Reese. Did we go to the hotel first or we do shopping first? I believe we... We went to the hotel first because I said um, we should... No, we went to the hotel, we dropped our shit, we had McDonald's, and then we went shopping. Yeah, and I think the guy offered you discounted breakfast as well when you checked in. Yeah, and he, he upsold me and it worked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it worked. And obviously, um, I already prepaid my breakfast, so everything was all good. Uh, we, yep. we saw our rooms, the TV was good, shower was nice, the bed was luxurious. Oh. Incredible. I've never stayed in a more luxurious place, honestly. I think the place in Turkey was was on par, but because I got the whole room to myself, it felt that much, just that little bit much better. Um, Bro, you know what? I have to tell you. Yeah. I've done some research on that Marriott Hotel. I don't know what the fuck black magic you pulled because the price that we got was insane value. I've looked for more, I've looked like in comparable dates next year, like before, during and after when we went, and there's nowhere that where it's cheaper than I think like 1,200 for like the same length of time. Yeah. I have no idea how we managed to score such an incredible deal, but fucking 550 to 60 or so pounds for three nights in the Marriott is actually a fucking insane deal. Hey, I'm good at planning stuff, you know, and the timing was just right. Yeah, well, it must have been, but I can't, I don't understand why it was so cheap, but hey, I'm not complaining. Luxury, stay at the Marriott wherever you can. Yeah, and of course they gave us, the, the rooms had robes in there. They also had the sh- that, like little shower equipment in there, so I had like, um, like shower bottles, some creams we needed to use them, and a bunch of other stuff, so it's really convenient. I even took some of the creams home. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a little moisturizer for my face. Very nice. I had my own moisturizer, so I had no need for it, but um, that shower was fantastic. It's the first time I've ever stayed, like even the one in Turkey was okay. It wasn't incredible. This is the first time I've stayed in a hotel with like a rain shower. Oh my God, it was incredible. Yeah, really, really. All the, all the other hotels I've ever stayed in have just had the standard like nozzle shower. Mm-hmm. I know it had that in the shower, like on a lower level, but that proper big fat square fucking rain shower was incredible. Yeah, those showers are actually amazing. I'm very good. They're very good. Marriott was fantastic. I, do you know what, man? I didn't even know how luxurious the place was that we booked. I just saw it and said it looks nice. I had no idea how like classy the Marriott is. It's I crazy. At least looked at it when I propositioned to everyone and said this is where we're staying. No, no, no. I did look, but I looked at the rooms. I obviously didn't look at the architecture of the sh- of the place and on the outside it doesn't look that appealing i'll be honest it's just a standard like burgundy red brick kind of property but on the inside it's fucking 
fancy as shit. Yeah, very nice hotel, and I think we also stay in the lobby for a bit as well while he was ordering um, ordering drinks. Oh yeah, we had the, the cocktails. Yeah, oh, we'll get onto alcohol prices, won't we? A lot of people in suits. Love a lot of Americans as well. There was an event going on that we happened to. It was an event. Yeah, it was a rare earth minerals, uh, which just sounds really fucking sad and autistic. <laughs> <laughs> there was lit- it was literally just like a, a, an earth and rock minerals like convention, which I guess Americans fucking love earth and rock. So good for them. And 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 um, petrol as well. And, oil. and petrol. Oh uh, well, Most oil. <laughs> yeah, they love oil. Oil. If yeah, you have they're gonna bring freedom to you by force. And that's well, I've like just remembered, freedom. isn't it like fifty percent of our um our listening base is American, so yeah. we might lose all of our listening base by uh, insulting them, but sorry, I'll guys. Get back it's just how it is. We'll just oh, there Trump we go, or, or Biden. To talk about Biden Donald and then we'll get him back. Um <laughs> what when he fell over. <laughs> 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 when I saw that video, yeah, I started seen the crying. video where he just goes, "Oh my legs!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but right. yeah, no. So I think we we went to the Swedish McDonald's, which was surprisingly more affordable than English McDonald's, which was weird. It was weird um, because their prices hadn't changed that much from what I remember. Because yeah, because I guess it, the cost of living hasn't affected Sweden as bad as us. We got eleven percent inflation, dude. Yeah, that's great. The thing is, when I first went to Sweden, the Swedish McDonald's was expensive in comparison. Now it's yeah. almost the same. Maybe yeah. a touch more. Had my first uh, McDonald's chicken wing, courtesy of yourself. Yeah. Very I, interesting. I, I was they're they're very wings. nice. They're very nice. I have to. Next time we go, which I presume will be next year, I'm going to get chicken wings for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. Get a chicken wings. Chicken wings are fucking nice. They, they do them in the Nordic lame. area, but do, I haven't seen them do it anywhere else in mainland Europe. Probably because them. maybe it's why. just a Nordic thing. I know it seems weird to associate chicken wings with, like, Denmark, Sweden, and Norway, but maybe it's just a Nordic thing. Maybe it's something that was introduced years ago, and it was the only place it was really, really popular. Because I know back in the day, McDonald's used to do pizza. That was way before our time. That was like the early 90s, late 80s. But it might have just been a case of where everywhere in Europe had mook chicken wings, but maybe it was only really popular there. So they said, okay, we'll just keep it there and fuck everyone else. <laughs> Possibly, but... Um, yeah, it was just really weird because it, it's still been... It's only I've seen it in Finland and Sweden, but I've seen it nowhere else. Even I haven't been to that many even places yet, but... I mean, I think... What do you call Cyprus Europe? What do you call Asia? Uh, it's in Mediterranean. Europe. It's half and half, I think. I mean, technically, I think Cyprus is considered part of Europe, but it's close to Turkey, and I think it's further it's further away from the European side of Turkey. So I'm not quite sure if it is in Tur- if it is in Europe. Yeah, because it's right in the Mediterranean, so it's a bit hard to distinctify. But um, I haven't seen it in there. I haven't seen it in Croatia either. So. I'm not sure. I'm fairly sure they had chicken wings in Croatia. I'm fairly I sure I saw it. I didn't I'm see it. I'm fairly sure I saw it. Maybe I'm wrong. But I mean, you've been there twice, so um, you know better than I do, personally. Yeah, I'm fairly sure I saw chicken wings there the second time when I went with just Ryan. But, um, yeah, no, Sweden is its a magnificent country. Um, I'm completely enamored by the country. We didn't even really do much, but that was kind of fine by me. I'm usually like that the first time I go on holiday, but... Um, lovely people, strangely clean for a capital city, which I guess says a lot about London. Um, no, 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 Amsterdam. Amsterdam. We'll get to that after. But um, we'll get to the hell of Amsterdam after. But dystopia. Yeah, 
Sweden is incredible, and I will absolutely be going again. I'll probably make it a yearly thing, just because. Um, fantastic country. However, if you like alcohol, <laughs> Sweden is not your friend. So, our uh, Muslims, our fellow Muslims will be happy to know that <laughs> alcohol is very expensive. Therefore, you'd be more disincentivized to commit haram. Continue, Reese. Well, thank you for that uh, message, my, my brother in Allah. Inshallah. Um, yes, brother. This is the thing, right? So, I'd forgotten how expensive like uh, liquor is in, in certain Nordic countries. It's really cheap in Denmark, but in Sweden and Finland especially, because they have like really strict liquor laws, um, I'd forgotten. So, obviously, <laughs> I went out with Brandon to meet a Swedish friend, and you stay behind, and I think you took a nap or something. Anyway, we, we went to the first bar that opened, which was at 5. Like, they only open their bars from 5pm onwards, which isn't too bad. And I asked for a double measure of a particular whiskey, which to them is 4 centiliters, whatever the hell that is. Um, the guy knew I obviously wasn't Swedish, and before he started to pour the liquor, uh, the whiskey, he looked me in the eye and said, Just so you know, bro... Uh, this is like really, really expensive because the alcohol prices in Sweden are fucking stupid. And I'm like, what does that mean exactly? And he said, this is 22 pounds for, for a double <laughs> measure. 22 pounds. Oh, by the okay, way, look. four centiliters is 40 milliliters. Oh, so I'm being shafted. It's not even a double. Okay, fair enough. I want yeah. my 10 milliliters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I said, okay, well, I mean, look, I'm a tourist and I like that whiskey. It's really not that bad. I had the money, so whatever. I paid for it. So we're sitting down, we're drinking, we're having a chat, blah, 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 catching up. I'd never met um, Santa in person before, so it was really nice just to see her in person for the first time in, like, 10 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, him and uh, her and Brandon, obviously, they've seen each other all, uh, many times, so it was easy for them to chat, blah, blah, blah. And then Brandon was like, right, cool. Uh, Shall I get the next? Shall I get the first round? And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. This brother bought three pints, How and it cost him forty pounds. Hey! 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 You have been. He got robbed. He got, he got robbed. <laughs> He's got money, yeah? <laughs> 40 pounds. Bro. Jesus. Imagine, could you imagine some, like, alcoholic builder going into a Weatherspoons and asking for three pints of Guinness? And they say, that'd be 40 pounds, please, mate. <laughs> he'd laugh. And then he'd be furious when he realises you're serious. And Jesus. I was like... I was like, Brad, you're fucking kidding. There's no way that cost you £40. And then he showed me his Monzo card and it said something like £39.48p. Good And I was Lord. like... And I looked, at, I looked at Sana and I said, you're, you people are fucking mad. How do you people do this? And then I realised very quickly, obviously, the wage difference and the standard of living. So to, the, to an average Swede, that's probably eh, not too bad. But to us, hmm... Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. So, I later learned um, through Sana, basically, what happened was um, the Swedes and the Finns introduced, like, alcohol laws in, like, the 70s or 80s to curb, like, high rates of alcoholism. So, basically, you can't buy alcohol in the supermarket unless it's under, like, 3%. You can only buy hard liquor or anything above 3% in 
like basically corner shops, boss man shops, but they yeah. only sell alcohol. They only open from five and they close at 10, Monday to Sunday. Bars are not allowed to open from five uh, until five. And legally, they have to close at 12 unless you apply for an additional license, which costs extra. Wow. <laughs> like, this is some madness. But apparently it worked because, I mean, especially it worked in Finland. Finland had Europe's highest rate of alcoholism in the 80s, and then they plummeted down. So it worked, but... And then Finland, you can't buy alcohol after nine o'clock. That's fucking mad, dude. Or at least in Helsinki, that's, that's what I've seen anyway. It, once it's 9 o'clock, they close that alcohol area completely, and if you try to buy it, they just take it off you. That's but, like, I don't know. I guess, to them, it's it's a way of life that a lot of the people our age, obviously, have grown up around. They're, they're not used to, like, pre... I guess, prohibition. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> that's crazy. I bet, I bet fucking Swedes and Finns have a whale of a time here. Fucking three pound forty for a pint is just must be mad to them. It must be pennies to the yeah, to the crown in comparison. I mean, it's even even when we went to that bar, that medieval bar. Like, I checked my bank balance when it was my round, and I think for three, not even pints of mead. Mead's a disgusting drink, by the way. Um, I think it was like free like wine glass style drink. It cost me like twenty four pounds. Wow. Uh, it's like this is this country is crazy obviously it, it's not that deep in the long run because obviously we came financially prepared or at least i did i know you didn't buy any alcohol but oh my god and then and then when we were like getting all a bit tipsy i think brandon said should we get some tequila shots Yay! and i said shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up he was ready he was ready honestly bro but if you can see past the high cost of alcohol, it's it, it's a nice night out. I mean, it's like I said to you, I think I had one of the nicest nights out that night because I was able to pace myself. And honestly, it was partially because of the cost. I'll be honest. I didn't want to get shit-faced anyway. <laughs> but when you're paying that kind of money for alcohol and you're coming from a country where that is just completely alien, you, pace you really do. Force. Yeah, you pace yourself for sure. Like you, I took my time with my drinks, and you know what? I got quite tipsy, but I was still in control. And I was like, "This is this is this is the perfect night out for me. I can drink at my own pace, have a good time. No one loses anything. I don't die, and I don't go home miserable." <laughs> you don't die, <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you? What did you think of Sweden? Oh, I've been there before. This is exactly what I was expecting. Is really nice of course i went i went to it wasn't central park but it was a park that was about maybe a 20 minute walk past the shopping areas i was mainly just going to more or less get used to what i knew before because when i was there before it was snowing so it was a massive blizzard and i was mainly hanging on a shopping area because it was so cold i couldn't be out for more than maybe 10 minutes so i went and walked around looked at all the stores which i think there was a pizza hut a bunch of other taco bell as well it was really nice out there, but I went to the little green area. I think you both went now on the second to the last day. Yeah, we did. It's where we sat by the um, what was it? We sat by the uh, benches, it was overlooking the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite nice. Very nice. Yeah, very nice area. Of course, I enjoyed it, and it was what I was expecting. Also, um, I want to go again, but I might do some more walking because I think there's a lot more that I could have gone to, but because I need to piss so badly, I had to rush yeah, back home. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were serious on your hydration game, by the way. Big props. Good to keep yourself hydrated. We are sponsored by the uh, the H2O uh, organization, so of course we must 
always encourage our dear listeners to top up your liquids and make sure you stay away from those fizzy drinks. Of course, you don't want to be getting sugar rush anytime soon. You can't yeah, and, then, and then you'll get diabetes and, well, that's on you. Yeah, and that's on you, of course. Also, um, um, but, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time there. Of course, I came to meet you guys, I think, around 9 or 8 p.m.? I, I, I think it was more like 10. It was something like that. I, I just remember going going back to the hotel after needing to piss badly. I crashed yeah. for maybe a few hours and then I came out at some time. I came to talk to you guys. Yeah, because I think what happened was me and Brandon went to meet Santa. You were chilling. I think you were just chilling out. And then you stopped replying to me. And then you were, you texted me at like 7 saying you'd had a nap. So I guess that's what happened. Yeah, no. Um, but, yeah, because I think you and Brandon were together. Then you met her while I was out. And yeah, I between... think that, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah, and then we went back to Brandon's uh, new destination. But shall we get on to the hell that Mr. Burley encountered on the lead-up? Yeah, of course, I'll include a little snippet of what Brandon's experience was. But effectively, what happened is um, Brandon went to the ends. He went to the ghetto. <laughs> he went to a war zone. <laughs> yeah, he went, to, he went to a full-on war zone. Right, he, his experience... <laughs> was a strict contrast to ours in every single way possible. Night and day difference. It was ridiculous. Brandon told me that when he arrived there, he knew he'd made a terrible mistake. And let's just say, just in retrospect, it matters to stick to the plan because the hotel was less than what he paid for his whole accommodation for that entire stay. Was it? When you say the hotel, how can I... How does that make sense? Airbnb plus what he had. Yeah, but he got his money back for the Airbnb because he cancelled on him. Oh, how much money did he... Oh, no, he didn't, did he? No, shit, yeah, he can't... Oh, wait, how how does that work? How did he not get his money back from Airbnb? If he was cancelled on by the host, how can he not get his money back? No, I mean, as in he paid more because he paid last minute, so he had to book it within a month. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, right, yeah, because he had a change of plans, didn't he? Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, so, of course, when you book that close to when you're staying, you're going to pay premium prices. And Yeah, of course. They're gonna it's scan premium the prices, but not so premium places. Oh, my God, bro. It was just the lead-up. When we were just chilling in the lobby, and I don't even know what we were up to that night. I think we were... I think I was waiting for you in the lobby, so I think that was the night we went to get drinks. Yeah. And just the, the, the running commentary from Brandon was hilarious. He turned up... It was literally just this shitty place covered in, like, Arabic graffiti. He went inside. He had to call the guy. He was in Afghanistan. He was in Afghanistan. (laughs) I'm telling you. He was literally... or You could hear accordions in the distance. Like, this guy had to call the guy, whoever's fucking hotel it was. He'd locked the hotel. He locked the door. And bars were on the window. And this guy came fucking running after him. To open the door. <laughs> Brandon was like, when I saw him running at me, I thought I was about to get mugged. <laughs> and um, he basically um, said that when he let him in, the guy didn't speak much English, let alone Swedish. Spoke primarily in Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got to his room, and oh my god, bro, I died at the window. Oh, uh, the window was that? Was it um, like Cajun as well? Oh, yeah, so there were bars on the outside of the windows, which I presume is because of vandalism. But when he went, well, the handle fell off, isn't I, it? I think I'll open the window, and he just pulls <laughs> the whole handle out clean. 
Those videos. Honestly, I died so hard. I, oh my I god. Couldn't, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I felt really bad for him, honestly. I swear to God, because I was like, this guy's just going to have his whole trip ruined. This guy's whole trip is going to be ruined. That's just completely bullshit. Luckily, uh, in the grand scheme of things, obviously, his wonderful girlfriend, uh, Tori, basically came through and said, no, fuck that, you're going to stay somewhere nice. And to be fair, where he ended up staying was very, very nice. Yeah, it was very nice. But might I add that it's oh not foolproof because you can check somebody out at random at any time. If you just put a certain key in anyone's door, you can check them out. Which, it, well, yes. But I think <laughs> the likelihood of someone doing that is probably zero because it just doesn't make sense for someone to do it. I could see why someone would do it. It'd be very fucking funny. Yeah. However, I can't see that being a real thing. You just walk up to someone's door and just type in a simple code to check them out. That would be fun. Imagine you do it just before they turn up. <laughs> and they start finding someone else for the room. Oh, oh my god. god. But, That's um, some fucking funny shit. It's good for Brandon, though, honestly. He needed that because the Yugoslavia man went to after possibly not being there to get cancellations. I mean, yeah. yeah That's that, a situation that, that it, hopefully doesn't repeat itself. Imagine. Well, no, I mean, the thing is, right, I don't know if Daniel, if Brandon will be able to stay in the Marriott. The fact, although that being said, so obviously when I met up with him and his girlfriend last Sunday, uh, Ryan came along as well, actually, for a few drinks. And um, she basically said, um, not she, he, he said that he'd like to bring Tori along next time. And she was like, yeah, that sounds cool. I said, yeah, of course, the more the merrier. I think it might be easier for them to do the Marriott together. It's like, some nice fucking luxury and I feel like Brandon deserves luxury after the nonsense he went through yeah after the bloodshed um, bro it was so funny like when he came uh, what, what, which way did it work I think so yeah <clears throat> we met I met Brandon um, I think what happened we went to Max Burger and then I think you went somewhere and I was with Brandon and I took Brandon into my room and in the back of my mind I'm like this I felt really bad. I was like, I'm just rubbing it in now. This level of luxury is, is unparalleled. And he took his bag and everything. And then I looked at him and I said, bro, you want to take a shower? And I've never seen a more desperate man look at me and say, oh, bro, please. The shower there is shit. <laughs> and this guy just sat in the shower, had a good time. And I've never seen a more, like, how do I describe him? A, a man with more desire to live than Brandon at that moment in time. <laughs> He was feeling a bit of glee in that moment. <laughs> For sure. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, I would like to stay at the Marriott again. It would be really interesting. But I am prepared to make alternative arrangements in the event that they can't. If they would... I don't know. What makes it depends on what happens. Have issues though, because we're gonna, well, I'm going to aim to start booking September, and that will give us plenty of time to save up. That sounds perfectly fine to me. Yeah, I can't see that being a problem. Um... Obviously, we need to be careful because Brandon at the moment doesn't have a job, but he's obviously, as we have both appreciated, uh, he's actively looking and he's currently doing an AWS course. Um, so I can only assume that he'll have a job by then. Um, but if push comes to shove, I'm, I may be willing to put up some cost for Brandon because it would be nice to have Brandon on holiday because I have to admit, being on holiday with you and Brandon was really, really nice. 
Um, especially you, mate. You're a real breeze to travel with. I've never traveled solo like that with you before. Um, so it was nice to, to go on holiday with you. It was a very unusual group, I must admit. I never in a million years thought I'd ever go on holiday with just you and Brandon. Why? Do you think I'm a ghost? Um, you think I just don't go places with people? Is that, is that what you're no, thinking? I think, no, I think it's just it's just we've only ever traveled as a bigger group. And I've never traveled with this little number of people in this sense. So I just thought it was really nice. Even Daniel, even Brandon was like, because Brandon was like, yeah, Daniel was a really, it was a really uh, nice experience going on holiday with Daniel. So I look forward to next year, really and truly. However, what I didn't look forward to, and I really don't know why we booked it, because I could have saved myself like 700 pounds, was Amsterdam. Was it that much? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah. I don't know why the fuck we went to Amsterdam. Before we get to that, I think travelling EU to EU is probably the easiest thing I've had to do in regards yeah, to getting through to different countries. But that makes sense because we haven't done that since probably pre-Brexit because we've never had a reason to. So well, not even that. Course, even before Brexit, you still had to go through the gates. Oh, yeah. Forget but about when that. it's EU to EU, you don't need a passport. You need a boarding pass and you're through. That's literally it. Fuck. Yeah, 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 cool. Free, freedom of movement, bro. You know how it be. So yeah, that but, felt um, super easy, but Netherlands. <laughs> you can open the Netherlands because I open the I open Sweden, so you can you can cold open the Netherlands. Go ahead. First things first, we get out. No checks. I thought fine, that's easy enough. We get out the airport, and the first thing that came to our mind is, oh, we're in Bangkok. We we're, we've arrived in Thailand. I'm just seeing some dingy people scattered all over the place. There's junk everywhere. It's dirty as fuck. There's a lot of cyclists though. A lot of cyclists. There was a like sea or river type area. I thought, okay. I mean, not expecting much, but I mean, I'd say it's okay before. It's okay. Not no, not really any yeah. good words to say, but it is very, very dirty, and there was a really foul it's smell. Foul. Yeah, a really foul Amsterdam, smell. Amsterdam Central, because I have to admit, it's not all of Amsterdam. It's just Amsterdam Central. Amsterdam Central is fucking foul. Because that's where all the shitty touristy stuff is, bro. Like, the, I didn't even go to the red light district. I forgot it even fucking existed. Because all I could fucking see around me. I felt like I was in London, but wider. Like, Amsterdam Central, especially all like all those streets where we walked past, like, the H&M and the department store. Yeah. It's literally just Oxford Street, just wider. What that's I all get it to is. mind is, is a dystopian version, dystopian version of London. It's so weird. Like it's this weird juxtaposition. You've got all these old Gothic cathedrals, and then there's a fucking H and M. Yeah, it was just like really, what? It's like Holland why? and Barrett. There's a Holland and Barrett, bro. Yeah, it's like you may as well be in London at this rate. But this is London, mm. but way worse. Fucking. We got those those roadmen that shouted at us in Dutch. I don't speak windmill and clogs, so I don't know what the fuck they said. <laughs> and we ended up. It, we went to KFC, and the first African person I'd seen on the whole holiday. Yeah. Of course, we were at KFC working. And it was some auntie. She was the manager, and of course, thirty Spanish, thirty Spanish kids came in and went upstairs. And she followed them and went, "Ah, excuse me, what are you? What are you doing upstairs? What are you doing?" And then the teacher was like, "No, no, they are all eating." And she went, "They're all what?" <laughs> <laughs> this poor woman. And then she packed up her shit and went home. <laughs> They're all what? <laughs> They're what? Oh my god! Honestly, man. No, anytime oh one, well, anytime you heard Dutch, like you what? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, seriously. I'm sorry if we have any Dutch uh, listeners. I'm sorry. Your language is fucking stupid. 
It just sounds funny. <laughs> you what? <laughs> it ridiculous. I, it sounds like a drunk person who was asked to tell us what English sounds like. <laughs> it's well, actually ridiculous. Well, um, one thing that I notice is that the hazard is not cars. Don't worry about getting hit by a car. It's the bro. fucking cyclists. Oh Listen, my god. If I didn't get almost clutched about three or four times by a cyclist, I'd be lying. It's ridiculous, honestly. Like, uh, the, 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 the amount of cycle lanes... It's like, you can literally cycle, like, anywhere and everywhere. Like, that's really cool. However, if you're a tourist, you will die. Yeah. You, you, you will be licked down by somebody with a bread basket in the front of his fucking, like, little tricycle. Uh, or the or the monorail will get you. The tram will get you, rather, not the monorail. <laughs> that tram doesn't give a fuck. It, it's silent. It creeps up on you. You don't even know it's coming. And then you look, and you've nearly been fucking flattened. I'm nearly got hit by a minivan as well. Like the guy just did not stop. Man was prepared. To, I was like, oh, you'll die tonight. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't even beep. Like in London, they beep aggressively at you, as if you're the problem. This guy just went. Mm, just another day in the Netherlands. It's like, oh, you'll die tonight. Don't worry. So yeah, the bikes are all ridiculous in this in this nation. But I mean, it is what it is. But I can't recommend Amsterdam Central. I had to walk. 40 minutes to Amsterdam East before I found something nice. And that was mostly just coffee shops. That was nice. I didn't really mind that. It was rainy as fuck, but I didn't really care. It was but, very stuffy. Yeah. Though. It, wasn't, it was rainy, but it wasn't cold. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't cold. You're right, which was weird. I guess as an English person, you just expect rain and then expect cold. But um, Belgian fries, Belgian fries, Dutch fries are okay. They were very salty. I couldn't. I couldn't they were it. salty. I don't mind that, but they they weren't incredible. So I'm not really sure what all the hype is about. And we went to the place that's like super fucking famous for them. And there was a fat line when we got to Amsterdam, but luckily the line wasn't that bad when we went. But it's, it, I don't again, it's like, really it was like English chips. You know the fat chips. It was like that. Yeah, the English the chip shop chips. They're just a lot firmer. They're not as mushy or as like um, potatoey. I don't know how to describe it, but it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. Like London, but worse. Um, but I don't get the appeal. Like, I appreciate Amsterdam is like, you know, ooh, we, Lamau, and like the red light district. But I spent more time walking around Amsterdam Central just seeing permanently closed, not even temporarily, just permanently closed coffee shops than actually open ones. And I, the red light district's fucking stupid anyway. I don't really care about it. But they it never ain't really. Society. Just, it's a society. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because I, yeah. I spoke to even Taylor's asked me if I liked it, but I, was, I said eh, it's not really what I expect. It's like London, but worse and maybe a lot more weed. And she said it's basically nightlife partying in cannabis, which is not really for me. They're yeah, not for me either. So I mean, I enjoyed going there. I had no expectations anywhere, so I wasn't disappointed or anything. But it's yeah. just I wouldn't go again personally. I wouldn't go again by choice. Yeah, no, I definitely would not. I don't even know why we ended up doing it in the first place, but here it is. Well, I wanted to go there to see how it was, to find out what the hype was about. So that's why I added it on, because I wanted to go there anyway. And I'm happy it was really short as well. It was only two nights, I believe. So it wasn't anything significant. I think, I mean, the hotel wasn't even that deep. Like, really and truly, the hotel was, was, was quite decent for what it was. Yeah, um, it was expected as well. So the hotel wasn't bad at all. The breakfast was perfectly fine. It was it was part of the meal. That's something I've learned traveling with you. And I'll say this and I'll say it loud and proud. If you're going on holiday 
Unless you're doing an all-inclusive, it doesn't apply to you because the clue's in the name. But if you aren't doing an all-inclusive, just get the breakfast option. Just get the breakfast option. Yes, it's more expensive up front, but you will then save that money and then some by not spending your hard-earned money. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, for, for for breakfast. Yeah, it's doing everything else. And also the vending machine was useful as well because I could have spent four euros on the small bottle of water and I could have just gone to the vending machine. You know what I mean? Honestly. Um, but I think in the future for me personally, I, I would rather not do like a, a layover trip i just wouldn't um, and that's probably just because amsterdam's left a bad uh taste in my mouth but you know it's uh oh, that's fine next time things. we're going to do the sweden pardon next time we're doing the sweden anyway unless anyone wants to add any other ideas well i don't think it's going to change in the sense that it will probably just be sweden i i assume for all intents and purposes next year it will be me you brandon and his girlfriend tori which is perfectly fine um whether we'll see, uh, uh, what's her name? Fuck, Sana again. I don't know, but that's just a welcome addition. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of the holiday portion of the topics done. That was one of the ones that I had. Now, one of the ones oh, that I have. Before we move on, before we move on, oh. I would say lessons learned is that one no round trip. Obviously, as yes. you mentioned, get breakfast. Yeah. And three, most importantly, stick to the plan. And that's stick probably to the plan is a good idea. Plan. But, I mean, ultimately, Brandon didn't really have a choice. It's it's kind of peak. I understand that he, he chose to do Airbnb, which is fine. I get it. But Wait, he, did he it's not, not book really... the hotel, at least? Because you booked it, but didn't pay until later. Um, I can't remember, to be honest. I really actually can't remember. Um, because if, it, if he at least booked it, if he couldn't do it, he could just refund it on the last day. Or just cancel yeah, I don't actually pay. know. I didn't really ask him what happened. I just said, that's cool, do what you need to do. Because ultimately, I didn't really care. I just wanted him to come on holiday with me and you. I just wanted him to have a good time. I, I didn't really care if the guy... Um, well, I cared that the guy shafted him, but I didn't want him to like care about finding a solution. So if he couldn't stay at the Marriott, I didn't care. You know, As long as he found something. Obviously, obviously, he went to Bosnia before he went to fucking, I don't know, France in terms of quality. But yeah. But I it think, is what it is. regarding accommodation, I never use Airbnb outside of the UK because they can just cancel on you, and they tend to. I don't mind. Them. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind Airbnb. I don't. Think, well, we used it when we were in Croatia, and we, did we, yeah, we used did it when we were. Ryan use it? No, we used it, and so did so did me and Ryan when we went. So I we did Airbnb. I didn't, I didn't, we didn't choose it. We went through Booking. dot com. Oh, we did a free booking, my bad. Yeah. But we did Airbnb when we went to Croatia ourselves, and that place looked ridiculous. It was run down as fuck. It looked like it was something straight out of the communist bloc era, <laughs> but inside it was like a £1,800 a month apartment. It was so weird. Wow. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll use Airbnb when I'm in the UK, because when I'm here, I can just go anywhere. I'll just pick the right places. But if you're abroad and it cancels on you, you're fucked. In a foreign land. Yeah, it's peak. Yeah, 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 it's super peak. But, uh, yeah, in the future, that's... The sort of methodology that we will use. Um, this podcast has been sponsored by Seasons from the West Indies. If you are a white man, Caucasian, or just a person who has no experience in your season in your life, then I'm proud to announce to you that Seasons from West Indies can bring you the taste and spices that you desire. Let's see how this average Caucasian man in his late adulthood is experiencing the seasons from West Indies. Ice.
In here too? Dirty rice. Dirty rice, shrimp alfredo, smothered turkey leg. So moving on, yeah. I've put the cost of living not being that deep. Now I've I don't know about you, but I feel like the cost of living has not affected me in any way, shape, or form. I don't feel like my bills are any worse off than they were before. And all I ever seem to see in the news is just people saying, cost of living this, the cost of living that. Am I wrong? Um, I would say it's a bit of both, because your living situation wouldn't feel the brunt of it directly, because it's subsidized through, obviously, bills. So it's not going to hit you like this. Like if you're paying energy bills or you're paying for your mortgage and your variable rates, then you're just going to skyrocket. So, for example, I was looking at um, mortgages literally two days ago. Yeah. And the rates of offering was around 5% or 5, 5.65%. Now, before the inflation, the rates were maybe 3% or maybe 4% fixed rate for maybe two, three or four years. But they're all 5, 5, 5, 5. And if you've got a variable, then it's almost 8%. So you can, if you're if you're on a mortgage, you're gonna get fucked instantly. You're gonna feel it unless you're in a fixed rate. See, that's the thing. What would you even do if you had the money for a mortgage now? Would would most? I wonder what most people would do. Would they just put up with the interest rate hike, or would they just wait until the interest rate goes down if they go down? Well, it it depends. It depends. If in my situation where you're just saving, I'm just gonna keep saving until I'm as close to the value as possible, and then look at a mortgage. But if you're thinking to maybe just deposit 5% and get a mortgage, inflation will surely take your anal cavity. Lord, I am angry. And it will deal with you. Your anal cavity will be cleansed anew. Yeah, I mean, owning owning a property is fucking mad in this country, honestly. And I guess the cost of living increase hasn't helped the average person. But, I mean, the, honestly, do you know how I've measured the cost of living? How? Boss man. Hey, boss man, what are you doing? Calling the police. Why are you calling the police? Hello? Police, please. This bastard, one bastard. <laughs> like, it's like fucking £6.49. For like, I don't know, what is it? Oh, what is it? Oh, is it, is it like, well, £5.49, something like that. For like, uh, like two ribs, uh, two wings, two piece chicken chips and, and, and a drink. And I'm like, what? But six wings and chips is two ninety nine, bro. Yeah, I think it might, uh, it's four wings and chips or two fifty, but it used to be like £1.89. Oh my God, bro. Ago. It's actually fucking mad. I can't believe we've gone from one pound, got you free wings and chips back in the day. One pound. I don't even remember living in an, in, in an economy where one pound was really that powerful. Yeah. But <laughs> one pound. And now you can't get free wings and chips. And four wings and chips is like one ninety nine minimum. If you're lucky, yeah. Honest, honestly, the way I've felt is about Tesco shopping. It used to be around, I'd say, £40 for maybe two weeks shopping or maybe a week shopping. Now yeah. spending seventy, eighty, nine pounds. That's fucking mad for the dude. same quantity of items. That is that's hefty. Yeah, okay, that's fucking hefty. Yeah, like if we do weekly shopping, you just look at your receipts and notice the value's just going up and up. Why don't you just up. do Tesco delivery, bro? Why don't you just do a whole month and get it delivered to your home? Well, because I want to make sure the items are getting getting destroyed on the way home. What does that mean? Oh yeah, you drive though, but yeah, but you drive, you drive. Why can't you just 
take a trolley and put all the bags in the back of your car. Like, why? That's what I do. Why do right? I literally drive to Tesco, take a trolley, yeah, but why and then... Why do you do a week's worth? Why don't you just do a month's worth? You can freeze shit, no? Well, you know, I don't I don't live by myself, so I can't just fill it up a freezer with all That's my stuff true. because, yeah, you know, it will create World War Three in my house. But um, well. unless you can beat inflation, because, for example, if you order fast food or takeaway, mm. one thing will help you is a fucking godsend. It's an air fryer. I've had an air fryer for about almost three years now. And yeah. all you need is an air fryer and maybe a bag of chips. And Boom. that bag of chips is maybe four portions or, or four meals compared to that one meal. The chips will maybe be, God knows, maybe three or four pounds. When that bag alone yeah. is three or four pounds, just get well, this a bunch of chips from well, the air right? fryer, you cook it and you're good. This is the thing. I think the reason why the cost of living has really affected a lot of people is because we, we, we've grown used to the convenience of food and everything else in life. So... Obviously, anyone who cooks for themselves in bulk or primarily cooks for themselves and, like, spaces out the meals over the number of weeks or days, rather, that they're, they're, they're eating, they're obviously less likely to feel the pinch because they're not going out and constantly buying the same thing again and again. But if you're someone that's used to eating takeaway a lot, then obviously I appreciate it's going to fuck you. Yeah, because uh, the way I thought about it is being outside costs money and it's more obvious now than it was before for example if i was to go into the office automatically there's around 20 pounds on my account i've got to pay for travel there and back i've got to pay for food when i'm out and maybe anything else happens on the way there that's 20 pounds max 10 pound minimum i'd yeah. say if i'm at home i don't pay travel i don't pay for top of my oyster i got food at home already i've got shopping and i've got all drinks or food or anything that i can have at my disposal so that's the difference 20 pounds if i go out I spend nothing because I've got food at home already and I don't need to go anywhere. So that's the way I see it. So if, like for example, I, I work in London. A KFC is maybe, actually it's gone up now. It's gone up by a lot. So a KFC is maybe yeah, around seven, eight-ish pounds. Yeah. And then to get to London, of course, it's three pounds each way. So you're looking at, uh, let's see, 11, 14 pounds minimum and spending. That's bad. That's actually so fucking dub. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it's literally like. And before KFC had this, this was two. Bro, do you remember the mega box? You remember the mega box for two ninety nine? You get like what? What was it like? That was two the lunch wings, box. Two the lunch box. There was a snack box, which was two pound. The lunch box, which was three pound, and the mega box, which was four pound. That mega box was a bargain, bro. Four pounds, and you would get what was it? Two wings, two mini fillets, it was two piece two, chicken. It was yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Two piece, two piece chicken as well, and fries. No drink, but who cares? Four pounds. And now it's like I think it's seven ninety nine. Yeah, they, they've taken the piss with their prices. But to be fair, that bargain—that's how much the mega box really should have been. I know it was no piece of chicken, a mini money. fillet, two hot wings, chips, and gravy. That's still a lot. Yeah, still a lot. But when I would go, I just get a snack box, which is, which is two pounds. So imagine I've gone from spending two pounds and maybe fifty p on a drink for lunch, and I have a travel card, so I'd spend two pound fifty a day. £14. Up to fourteen pounds now because I haven't got a travel card. I just pay for the Oyster and go. It's crazy, bro. Honestly, like I think the thing is though, I think it. it you know, when when people like try to think about the cost of living, I don't think they realise how much adjustment you have to make to your expenditure to make sure you don't take the piss. Like recently, I've been thinking about taking packed lunches just because it's so much cheaper. Like I can just buy a loaf of bread. I can just make sandwiches and then I can just get like a multi-pack bag of crisps and it will cost me like 
less than 10 pounds to get all of that from Aldi, the meat, the cheese, the butter, the bread, sauces and shit like that. And that 10 pound will basically feed me for the month almost. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, and another funny example, have you been to Poundland recently? My joke of uh, Poundland is becoming more mean, true you, by the you day. £1.25 land. Yeah, it's becoming more true by the day. I'm Go not on. seeing a price now. Almost, I have to, I have to, I have to look for £1. I have to look for the pound sign now. Oh, yeah, I'm for real, yeah. 150, 175, 150 again. Like, wow, it's really yeah, becoming honestly. 150 land. Bro, Poundland, I don't even think legally they can call themselves Poundland anymore because well, it's, it's, their, whole, their whole name is based on a business model that no longer exists. Yeah, it's, we are really in the dumps right now. We are in the shitter. When's the last time you saw the name 99P Store? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I imagine you wouldn't go to £1.25P Store, would you? No, they just spoiled the appeal now. Honestly. over so, pound now. Over a pound in Poundland. Like, I remember as a kid going into Poundland and finding things that weren't a pound was shocking. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, so you aren't really one pound. You aren't really Poundland. But then it's like, you could get, like, what was it? Like, three for a pound on, like, energy drinks. Four for a pound on energy drinks. Yeah, and, like, certainly, yeah. I think it was two energized, bags, Two I big bags. Two, sen- like, sensations. Two big bags of sensations for a pound. Do you know how mad... That- Do you know how much those are, by the way, now? How much? Sensations, they're £2.50. Yes, ha! Ha! £2.50. <laughs> and then they've made the smaller bags, which are, like, barely bigger than regular Walker's bags, one twenty-five. Oh, they're bastards, yeah. They'll give you less and charge you more. They've got, that's how yeah. you try to do it now. <laughs> that's the UK economy, give you less and charge you more. Yeah, fuck your value. You want oh, your money. my God, honestly. Um, yeah, I found a lot of personal wins and successes have been in, in just adjusting... The money that I spend, like for the longest time now, my my general habits for spending on food have been for five days of the week, I will generally cook my own breakfast and cook my own dinner and I'll buy lunch. But I generally just go to the Audi and I'll just buy the cheap shit because I don't really care. Do you know what I mean? And if there's any leftovers, I'll just keep it. Like, what was it I bought today? I bought like a a tub of Greek yogurt. That shit's going to last me for like a week. Yeah, it cost you one pound twenty-five, and on the weekend, on Friday or Saturday, it's not both days. I get a takeaway if I want one because you know that's how you keep things in order. You can spend responsibly and still reward yourself by having something that's a little bit pricey. But like recently, since I've come back from holiday, I've changed my diet quite dramatically. Like I eat a hell of a lot more fresh fruit and vegetables now. I cook a lot more for myself. Um, and I've realized how affordable it actually is to eat healthily. Like, it's yeah. still expensive, don't get me wrong. And it could probably be cheaper to be a fat fuck. However, I feel better. I've got more energy. I feel just better about food. And combining that with the cost of living, I've realized how I genuinely... This is why I don't think the cost of living is that deep for everyone. I think people have just convinced themselves that variety is the enemy. Especially yeah, because you've food. changed your habits, though, because... My habits haven't changed at all. My habits yeah, have been cool. exactly the same for the last, God knows, how, as long as I can remember, really, because I've always been cooking at home and yeah. just keeping food at home. To that's the only thing that's changed is the air fryer because that's minimised my intent to all the way to all the takeaway because I can get the same quality with an air fryer. But apart from that, I've always been cooking at home and all and doing shopping. So when I need to eat, I just take to get some healthy. So 
when that when the inflation hits, I feel it straight away because my my habits haven't changed. But obviously, because yours have changed, you're not going to feel as much because you're adjusting to whatever situations come by. That's true. But um, yes, yeah, so that's that that that's the uh, cost of living. Um, I think the the next thing I've got is the summer and the return of the heat. Oh, now man. I know you're a man. I know you're a man that despises the the glowy orange thing in the sky. You know what? I, no, I really not looking forward to. This happened last year. I haven't experienced mosquitoes in the UK as much as I did last year. Before then, I didn't maybe didn't see a single one. But last year there was a heat wave that basically lasted for a significant amount of time in the summer, which brought the mosquitoes along and they assaulted my ass. Now this year there's talks about heat wave. There's talks about heat wave, and I'm looking forward to it. Because the moment a heat wave hits, if it's more than a few days, the mosquitoes will make a return. Now, ban- now remember, I live next to a garden. My windows, if I open a window, the garden's there. Which means the moment I open that window, the bug staff will enter my room, and the mosquitoes will come pay me a nice visit on schedule every night at 4 a.m. and I'm gonna oh. be fucked. <laughs> I just want your delicious African blood. What do you mean? Oh my! You know, I was actually considering buying a net. I'm still considering it. You're not in Nigeria, bro. Calm down. I want to sleep at night. Last year, I was battling four mosquitoes at night. I'll be up at 3 o'clock in the morning with my electrified tennis racket just killing and zapping off the mosquitoes. It's on my Instagram now. I can find it. Why don't you just, why don't you just buy like a, a, a fan, like a proper fan, and just shut your window and turn the fan on? Reese, I bought an AC last year. Yes, and, but that's not quite the same thing because you have the one that has a tube, so you have to leave your window open. Yeah, but I can't use a fan because the fan blows hot air. <laughs> that's it why I got blows, an AC. Yeah, hot air, but it's cold air on your skin. It's only hot when you turn it off. In the summer, my room is 7 degrees hotter than it is outside. So if it's 20 degrees, it's 27 in my room. If it's 25, it's 30 plus. It's not great. It was hot the whole time. Literally, I, I had the fan on in front of my balls. It was in front of my balls, it was on, and I was still hot. It would be on all day, and I'd still be hot. Like, fuck this. I refunded it. I went to Tesco, refunded it. One of them was an order of big fucking unit. It worked like a charm. And, of course, the how, mosquitoes... How, how often do you have to fill it up with water? Actually, no, you, oh. I, you don't fill it up. You don't fill it up. You just dispense all the um, condensation, sorry. Oh, okay. It's so you don't fill it up, you just ones. empty it. But I have yet to empty it since I've used it. Are you sure? You should probably check that, mate. No, it'll beep when I need to. I've read the manual. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Actually, also, don't you remember what I did for the window? I had got um, masking tape on the frame, opened it, got a bin bag, covered the whole window frame, and left a little square for the pack to go out. Yeah, right. I remember on your Instagram story about this, yeah. Yeah, so because the window kit didn't, it was, it was not compatible with my window, so I had to literally get masking tape, get a bin lining, tape it round, Cut a square hole for the pipe and just shove the pipe outside. Yeah, but look, there's an opening in there. Well, <laughs> the, hot air, the hot air has to go somewhere. I can't let the hot air live in my room. I oh, mean, bro, if you want to replicate Nigeria, you can. Well, it's a, I'm making the best of a bad situation. That's and by true. that, I mean mosquitoes. But if the, hot, if the heat wave does come back, I will buy a net and I will sleep in it. And the AC on schedule will be on all day, all night. And my balls will not sweat, and I'll sleep like a fucking child. I'll enjoy it. When you get a four-digit uh, electricity bill, yeah, let me know. That's not a problem. <laughs> it, well, it will be when your mum sees the bill and goes, "Hey, <laughs> 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 what is this bill? I'm shaving from this castle." 
Hey, until then, I, I, I want my sleep at night. I need to sleep. I work at home, so that's cool. I rate that. Like, I rate that. My I office need to buy needs a to be cold, anyway. like a fucking glacier. I love it, bro. Oh, bro, do you remember when we came back from that hot walk in Croatia when we all went and we went in? Oh, yeah. That was the single most fantastic experience I'd ever had since. Like, oh, the feeling of just being completely like serenaded by cool, genuinely cool air was. Mwah. That yeah, that was, that was honestly amazing. Fantastic. Oh my god! Um, do you know what? I've grown to enjoy the heat because I'm sensible. I wear a hat. I preacher. make pardon a lizard. Yeah, whatever, bro. I knew you were going to call me a lizard, but I've grown to enjoy the heat simply because I manage the heat well now. Like back in the day, I was stupid. I didn't understand about the heat exhaustion or the fact that the fact that I'm white. Um, oh, of course but as an not. adult, like, huh? No, no. Of course, yes, you're white. <laughs> I'm very this. Yes, I'm. I'm uh, contrary to popular belief, I am not in fact black, um, or Asian, or Asian, or basically anything else but white. White power, as you say. <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, but that being said, um, like I'm not. Like it's when we were in Turkey, you man were dying, and I, I can understand you don't like the heat. Amir was dying, and I'm like, bro, drink water, wear a cap. And cream your body, like use suntan lotion or, or or sunscreen. I was fine, and in Turkey it was like, what was it, thirty four, thirty five degrees, something like that. Yeah, minimum. It was ridiculously hot. I was fine. Yeah, we had AC in our room, but that's not the point. We were out and about frequently in Turkey, and um, I've grown to enjoy the summer. I started to really enjoy the summer in the summer, uh, the lockdown summer, because I was out with Brandon a lot on the weekends. We were cycling around like Southeast London. And it was just really, really enjoyable. And I've grown to enjoy the heat. Obviously, sleeping is a real fucking headache. And I need to buy a fan, actually, but we got loads at work. But, like, people don't take the necessary precautions when it's hot. They think just a hat will be fine. But that's not true, especially if you'll buy it. You well, will die. Well, in fucking Paphos, everyone, they were all sunbathing. I was inside, but the sun found me. And I became three shades darker. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I was almost purple. I like right? the idea that the light was just literally curving around the corner and just coming for you. The sun was looking followed for me. By, followed by mosquitoes in the distance. Did you get fucked up by mosquitoes in Paphos? Yeah, we went to some waterfall area. And the mosquitoes were just like, Oh, so you paid us a visit. And yeah, they... they Allow us to introduce ourselves. The bug spray works to a degree, but... Um, the mosquitoes still found mosquitoes us. Couldn't, they couldn't resist temptation. Yeah, the mosquitoes still found us, but um, <sighs> it is what it is, and it was it was. I don't look forward That's to any, any further hot countries, or if that is going to be a thing. And Sweden, well, we're going. I mean, we're going to Sweden. Well, I'm going to aim to go on a late May bank holiday, so it shouldn't be that hot. It shouldn't be. Well, I think that might be everything that I was. Yeah, that's everything I had. Have you used ChatGPT before? Yeah, of course I use ChatGPT. But you have to understand, you know, you know ChatGPT isn't always right. Oh, you're, you're telling me? I tried to use it. So, <laughs> I was um, doing actually. some workflow work or workflow stuff, some yeah. technical um, in my job. And so to find some information, I asked ChatGPT, how do you do this and that? It gave me these steps. I thought, okay. I tried it word for word. I got an error. So I went back. Yeah. I said, I got an error of this. Why is this? Oh, sorry. Here's your answer. Give me the same answer. So I said, hey, you gave me the same answer. Why am I getting this? Then you gave a different answer. So fuck it. You know what? I'm going to go back to 
Rakesh or Mr. Patel in, in Bangalore and ask him on YouTube why this shit isn't working. And turns out my own research skills are better than ChatGPT. So ChatGPT is good for some uses, but for anything really integral or technical, it's not going to be as good. Yeah, ChatGPT, uh, I mean, ChatGPT does have a section on its subreddit, which it, it has a subreddit, sorry, and it's notoriously bad at coding. I don't know why, which is weird because it's like a Microsoft invention. But yeah, ChatGPT is a very, it's very bad for coding, apparently. I don't know anything about coding, but I know it's not reliable if you are trying to figure out solutions. It's good not to place low-level jobs, but anything that's technical is not there yet. Yeah, of course. But, but if your job you is know, maybe like, marketing, ranking reviews, ChatGPT will still job in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, but you see how many teachers have had to use software that detects ChatGPT use. And I think, how stupid are kids? Don't fucking copy and paste it verbatim. Just put some flavor on it. You know how Kareem used to say, co -co copy and paste, but don't, don't literally just copy and paste it. But the thing is, Did they've the had technology to catch out copy and pasting for as long as I can remember because even in college when I was doing my yeah, articles, we had that. they would know if you copied something from the internet now where they yeah. fucked up is that teacher told us that he knew this what I did is <laughs> I would copy a bit of text Wikipedia <laughs> I would go to the website <laughs> to reword to text <laughs> I did not submit it. <laughs> they never caught me a single time. Yo, that's that's actually so big brain. That's I, actually so fucking smart. Holy shit! I did that for the whole three years of that course, and they catch me a single time. It was in my favorites. It was first get the text on Wikipedia. Get my favorites on a reworder. Put the whole block in there. Generate it. Reword everything. I read it to make sure it made sense, and that's made it. And it was cool. That's that's actually so fucking smart, dude. Holy shit! Did I you wish I'd known about that. I was doing this shit before it was popular. Yeah. Well, there you are. But um, what's odd is that people are surprised. People are saying how this is some new technology where you can reword it and avoid detection. But I'm I'm saying this shit's been out there for such a long time. You're only privy to it now because it's an easy way to do things. That's literally the case. ChatGPT is just there because I won't use it. But if you want to copy and paste and use it, you can just copy a text and get reworded. A simple Google search would give you some results on how to reword things. And something will do it for you. You can send it through and not get caught. But what's happening now is that um, teachers are also accusing people of using ChatGPT when they're not, which is also quite yeah. funny. I've seen that. It's very funny. So you could put real blood, sweat, and tears to this long dossier, this dissertation of 10,000 words, and have teachers say, nice. I know fake. the Nah, it's been cheated. <laughs> <laughs> says you're a fraud, fam. Like, I'd fight a teacher at that point. If oh, I'd, I'd actually yeah, done I'd the work and they said, no, nah, it's AI, I'm going to fight. <laughs> can you imagine we live in a world where that's actually an excuse a teacher can give now? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Honestly. Um... Right. I'm out of subject, so you, I think we're done here. We good? You got any more? I think we are done here. That was quite a reasonable length of time, was it? One hour 26? Yeah, that's pretty decent. Should make for a, what, a 40 minute, 40, 45 minute um, podcast? I am hard to kill. And one of the things I actually wrote, which was very, very deep, was the one chat, you're not ready for me. Come steady from you, ready for me. The one slap, you're not ready for me. Y'all sweaty when confetti machine. Ready for me? 
Camera steady for me, ready for see. No one chat, you're not ready for me. Girl sweaty when confetti for see. You're not a rapper. You're not ready for me.